My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 63. If you've listened to any of my shows before, you know that I spend a fair bit of time talking about creativity, both in the literal and in the abstract. I'm fascinated by how and why we create. Why for some, the need to express who they, we are, is as important to the human experience as taking a breath. Questions around creativity inform many of the conversations I have, whether or not I'm rolling tape, what I read, even some of the things I watch. For example, this morning I watched a TED Talk by Ethan Hawke. Now, I wouldn't call myself a fan of Ethan Hawke per se, although I've seen Gattaca probably a half dozen times and he was great in Training Day with Denzel Washington. Anyway, like I said, I'm not a huge fan, but I do have massive respect for the choices he makes as an artist. I mean, just scanning through his filmography reminds you of some of the often unexpected and occasionally brilliant left turns he's made in his career. And whether or not a project did well at the box office or was acclaimed by the critics, he seems to get something out of everything he does. And watching the TED Talk sort of reaffirmed that notion. And it might even give you something to think about as you try and go deeper into your own creative process and self-expression as an artist and, frankly, as a human. At one point in the talk, he says, To express ourselves, we have to know ourselves. What do you love? And if you get close to what you love, who you are is revealed to you and it expands. Now, thinking about love and creativity existing as symbiotic conjoined twins is something that I kind of love. When I look back over my own life and I try to isolate the times when I felt most creative and produced good or maybe even great work, It was most often when I was doing it, whatever it was, for the love of it, rather than worrying about how to monetize it or whether or not whatever I was doing would find an audience. In fact, when those other things are allowed into the mix, they often take over the creative process, sidelining what Cal Newport calls the deep work. And more often than not, they bring resistance along with them. At least that's true for me. So instead of allowing ourselves the room to fail, And from that failure grow, we look at the work of others, or even worse, we look at work from our own back catalog that, for whatever reason, enjoyed even a modicum of praise or follows or likes, maybe even sales, and we simply attempt to repeat it. I know that's something that I've been guilty of again and again. One of my favorite artists in any genre is David Bowie. I love how willing he was to reinvent himself and his music regardless of what he had created before. And just as with Ethan Hawke, not everything he did was a success if you measure it commercially. But there was a curiosity and an authenticity that he seemed to champion in how he approached his work up until Black Star, the last album he produced, which is a phenomenal record in my opinion. There's a terrific clip taken from a longer interview with Bowie on YouTube, which I'll link to in the show notes. He's talking about his approach to making work, and he says, Always remember that the reason you initially started working was that there was something inside yourself that you felt that if you could manifest it in some way, you would understand more about yourself or how you coexist with the rest of society. 
Now, I've spoken to a number of artists and other professionals in the art world over the years, and one of the most common or at least agreed upon requirements, if you will, in making great art is this idea of transformation. And that could be transformation of materials or of the artists themselves or of us as an audience, either singly or collectively. And one of the ways transformation can occur in art and in life is through growth. For an artist, that might mean growth in technique, in mindset, or in what it is that we're trying to express. And often the best way to grow is to fail, which for many of us comes out of doing things that we've never done before, where the outcome is uncertain. But embracing the uncertainty and learning from when things go sideways might be just what we need to move forward. As Bowie says in the interview, if you feel safe in the area that you're working in, you're not working in the right area. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth, and when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you know you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. As many of you know, I'm a painter, although not a very prolific painter, despite the fact that painting is one of my happiest of places. Over the last 12 years, I've produced less than 20 new pieces. And one of the reasons my output was so low, and let me just reiterate, this is simply one of the reasons, is that I typically work on just one painting at a time. My process can be fairly time-consuming, even when it's going well, especially as the layer count increases. Some of my pieces have 20 or more layers of collage, acrylic, gel medium, varnish, all of which takes a while to dry before I can add the next layer. And even though I tend to do digital previs versions of my narrative pieces, there are always happy and sometimes not so happy accidents that either send the painting in a different direction or lead to a dead end forcing me to start again. And when I do end up getting too frustrated, I put down my brushes for a while until I can shake it off and begin again. A few weeks before my 53rd birthday this past July, I wanted to try something new, partially in an effort to step out of my comfort zone, but also because I'd been staring at an empty studio for months. Inspired by a couple painter friends, I decided to work on a dozen pieces simultaneously rather than just one. My thinking was that if I hit a dead end on one piece, or maybe not even a dead end, but just an idea that didn't quite work, I had 11 other possibilities where it could work, and 11 other chances to take a piece in a different direction than what I had mocked up in previs. It only took two weeks to finish 12 new paintings. Did you ever see the Tom Cruise movie Days of Thunder? It's basically Top Gun and Cars. Tom plays this race driver named Cole Trickle and gets in this pretty bad wreck with one of the other drivers, and it really messes with his confidence, sort of like when Goose dies in Top Gun. Anyway, during this one particular race, there's another crash, and this time Cole starts to slow down as he approaches it, and his crew chief slash mentor, Harry, played by Robert Duvall, tells him not to slow down, that nothing will happen to him if he will just trust him and drive through it. I know it in my heart, he says. Well, long story short, Cole drives through the crash, which slays his demons and lets him shift into high gear and say something like, I'm out of here. I know that this is a long explanation, but it's sort of how I felt finishing the 12. I was so inspired and motivated to do more that I gave myself an even bigger challenge. 
to finish 53 new paintings by my 53rd birthday, which was only a few weeks away. With the fuel of the first 12 under my belt, the next set was a series of 36 pieces exploring my love for grid-based layout using a maximum of four colors. And this was to be followed by a set of six that were black and white abstractions of the unique letter forms in my last name. At about four in the afternoon, the day before my birthday, I put the final brush strokes on painting number 54. 53 and one to grow on. In just about a month, I had created nearly three times the number of paintings that I had made in the previous decade. And as I started sharing them on Instagram, a number of people have asked what I'm going to do with all of these. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate the question and how grateful I am for the interest in all of this new work. But the truth is, I really don't know yet. What to do with them was never the point. The point was just to do them. The doing was both the means and the end. Finding an authentic way to express ourselves, whether it's through art or music or just in the way we move through the world, isn't always easy. Uncertainty can be paralyzing. Saying this is me and these are the things I want or even need to express is a daunting task. But just to bring this back full circle to something Ethan said in the TED Talk, There is no path until you walk it. You have to plant a foot. The time since my birthday hasn't been quite as prolific, but I've continued to make new work, and I'm even letting the inspiration move me to try a new podcast experiment. It's a live stream call-in show on YouTube that lets you determine where each episode goes. I'll start each episode with an anecdote or maybe a theme, and then it's up to you to call in with Reactions, questions, maybe to start a new conversation that goes in a completely different direction. Either way, it's me stepping into the unknown, and I hope you'll come along with me. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Jeffrey Sedoris for updates. That's J E F F E R Y S A D D O R I S. And subscribe to my YouTube channel to listen and call in live. You can subscribe to Iterations in your favorite podcast app, or you can get everything I produce, every iteration, every in-between, every episode of Process Driven, along with special one-off conversations all in one feed by subscribing to Jeffrey Sidoris Everything. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeffrey Sidoris, or on my website at jeffreysidoris.com. And if you'd like to share some feedback or let me know what you're working on, email me at talkback at jeffreysidoris.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can support the shows by leaving a review or a rating wherever you listen or by sharing them on social media. I'll be back in a week or so with another show, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, as always, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. And I'll talk to you on the next one.